TheItSpot.com. Look how shiny my uh, mouse pad is. That's from Sticky Fingers. I was intoxicated. You should have killed me last year. Listening to Arrow My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Can we start now? Yeah, yeah, fine. <clears throat> What'd you do this weekend? I drank and I played video games. That's exactly what I did, minus the drinking. This is my first cocktail in four days. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. Okay, you were so lively, and now you're suddenly not. It's because you said start over again. No, I didn't. <laughs> Nobody oh, heard I that. I thought you did. I heard it, I and said, that's what matters. I said, can we start now? Hmm. But then I was expecting to hear the guitar start from uh, Drug Buddy. I see. Mm-hmm. Can you have smoke? <clears throat> you didn't go to the barbecue? I should have later on. Actually, I talked to uh, fucking Lionel Hutz. Who the hell is Lionel Hutz? Oh, the law-talking guy. Yeah. When? At the barbecue. He showed up? Yeah, kind of a surprise. And he actually hung around, too. It's a massive surprise. So basically, I just talked to him and then left. That stuffed shirt doesn't go anywhere. No. No. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm bored already. <laughs> I thought you were all lively, bouncing in here with all good things to say and no, stuff. No, no, no. I'm just, uh, I'm just kind of scatterbrained, actually. Mm. Seen any good movies? No. I saw a really shit movie. Want to hear about it? Oh, sure. What'd you have for dinner? I just smelled it. Burrito Boys. <laughs> I knew it. I recognized that breath anywhere. <laughs> I went to see 28 Days Sucks My Ass. Really? On opening night, of course. I'm disappointed because it has Ronnie Carlyle. Because Big Johnny insisted he couldn't see it with Angry Phone Guy because that results in much trauma for both of them, <laughs> as you know. Uh, the two of them have gone to see every zombie movie ever made in the last 20 years together. And Big Johnny was so convinced that this was going to be the rockinest zombie flick of all time that he couldn't bear to have Angry Phone Guy with him there to make fun of him when it all went to shit. <laughs> so when it all went to shit, I was there to step up to the plate and um, fill, fill that role successfully. And the scary thing was, he actually beat me to it. He just blurted it out really loud in the corridor of the theater. He was like, that fucking sucked. And I just burst out laughing. It was so perfect. Because usually he doesn't know it sucked. <laughs> yeah, you know, he has usually, trouble uh, determining that. Usually you have to convince yeah. him it sucked, and then he eventually agrees after much argument and pain. Well, that's disappointing. And sobbing. You know what? Well, I hated the first one. Really? So, yeah. Oh, I love the first one. I hated it. I thought the acting was atrocious. The acting was marginally better this time. But there were freaking kids. No. And there's no better way to wreck a movie than freaking kids. 
what business do kids have being in a zombie movie anyway? Unless they're being eaten. Right. But they never are. It's well, like except in that They're appetizers. Of, uh, they should be Donna, appetizers. That's Donna about the it. Dad, they had that oh. little zombie kid in it at the beginning. That I liked. Yeah, but that's kids as they are meant to be portrayed. That's how I see them. Yeah, that's how I see them, too. You know it, brother. <laughs> so, um... <clears throat> I have a complaint to lodge with one of our listeners slash callers slash story submitters. I don't think we've read anything by him yet, but Earl the Pearl, a.k.a. Flaccid Elf from the forums, made a dreadful error and sold me crack in a parking lot a couple of months ago. He sold you crack in a parking lot? Well, he called it crack, but it wasn't really crack. It was um, luring me into uh, the world of Warcraft ah. by uh, speaking of lands and quests and things and pet bears and shit. And I fought the urge to even look at it for a month. And as you know, I broke down and bought myself a copy. And then I gave my two free guest passes to Big Johnny and Aslan and... Since that day, I don't sleep. I don't eat other than conjured pumpernickel and um, lion steaks. Lion steaks. <laughs> well, I, I kill some lions and I eat their meat. And how do they taste? Oh, they're delicious. I'm fucked up over this game. Last, I played on Friday. I missed the barbecue because of the game. Big Johnny and I were playing, and, and he was doing the, you know, I'm just relaxing a little bit before. What time do you want me to pick you up for the barbecue? And, uh, you know, it started at like 4.30 in the afternoon on Friday. And uh, we were just casually chatting as we're walking through the forest and shit about what time we were going to the barbecue. And the next thing I knew, it was fucking 11 o'clock. And he's saying, oh, fuck, we missed the beer store. I guess we're not going to the party. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then we continued to play all fucking night. All fucking night. I played for 19 hours straight. Wow. The sun came up and shit. And then you know what? I crashed for an hour. I made a pot of coffee and I got right back on. I don't know what to do about this. And the real irony of the thing is he was the one who prevented me from playing in the first place. He said, you can't do that. That's shit that's beneath you. You know, we were around back in the day of Ultima and, and you can't play that shit. That's for kids. <laughs> you know what? It's not. It's fucking good. And I'm meeting people on there older than me. Unless they're lying well, to me. Well, there's an irony in him saying that it's for kids. And now he's running around pretending he's a girl. And flirting with all the boys online. <laughs> and it's really fucking creepy. And I want to know how many other people are doing that. Oh, probably a lot. Do you think, do you think the boys I'm playing with think I'm a, a boy playing a girl? And if Quite so, possibly. and if so, what what is the psychological underlayer of this freaking <laughs> virtual world? I'm really messed up. I know you're not getting it. If you were playing, we would be talking of nothing else. It's sort of like when you're reading a book that you just like 
It's like I wish somebody else was reading this book so I could fucking talk about it because it's all up in my head and I can't fucking focus on anything else. It's horrible. I'm level 35 <laughs> in less than four weeks. I think, that, is I think that, that good? I think that's abnormal. You might surpass your age and level soon. Anyway, five more levels and I can wear plate armor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Yes. So, would you like to read a story? (laughs) Oh, see, that's that's somebody trying to figure out why I'm not online now. (laughs) It is. Big Johnny. Why don't we read a story? Okie dokie. Thank I'm sorry. I'm, I know. I'm a fucking mess. World of Warcraft rules. I've got a preamble here. I'm on the Valen server if you want to play with me. (laughs) All right, fine. Uh, So, hello there. The memory may be lost somewhere in the alcohol-powered fog machine that you call your past, but you good people have previously read a story of mine at his own pace. I think it was episode 39. Having heard you recently comment that you are short of shorts, and having meant for some time to whip this one into shape and send it to you, I am taking the opportunity to once again possibly hear you read my pristine words over the Ethernet spectrum. Pristine words. Hmm. Well, it's actually the internet spectrum. Attached for your reading pleasure is my semi-autobiographical story. How TV turned my friend into a lesbian zombie. Wait a second, what? How TV turned my friend into a lesbian zombie. Is that just a coincidence, or did he hear me read the lesbian zombie story on a skate pod? Uh, that I don't know. How many lesbian zombie stories can there possibly be? Is it a new genre that I don't know about? Maybe it is. Hot. Which is not really about zombies, and not much about lesbians. Well then, no lesbians, I don't want to read it. And only partly about television. I do, however, manage to work in Spock and disco music, so it should be good for a laugh, if nothing else. I look forward to once again having you mangle my prose. Actually, the last reading was surprisingly straightforward. Try to tear it up a little bit for me this time, would you? Thanks. Mike Dominic. Is he saying we let him down? Apparently. And I think we should just read this straight up. I I think we let a lot of people down. Sometimes they think we talk too much through it, sometimes not enough. We can't win with these people. Fickle. Fickle. You're a bunch of fickle mushheads. How TV turned my friend into a lesbian zombie by Mike Dominic. Allie was a girl I roomed with for about two years in the mid-90s. She had a good sense of humor, was never late with her rent always did her dishes, and was one of those few people I knew at the time who owned a PC and the horribly addicting Tetris, which made her just about the perfect roommate. Ooh, I agree. I was totally hooked on Tetris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't have an addictive personality at all, as no. you know. <laughs> It's okay, I'll be online soon, I promise. (laughs) It's my priest. (laughs) It's my priest. She heals me. Uh But she's not a girl. 
but she's got big tits. She has massive hooters and really good heels. Mm. Still, she had her quirks. <laughs> it's not very often you get a text message from your priest. No. Still, she had her quirks. She had her quirks. I know. Everybody has their quirks, especially at that age. My particular thing at the time was blaring classical music at full volume while painting sword and sorcery pictures. Let me tell you, nothing evokes the spirit of Frank Frazetta in your brush. brush. Nothing. Nothing evokes the spirit. <laughs> Were you going to say bush? Yes, I was. And <laughs> nothing puts Frank in your bush like a bird in the hand. Nothing puts Frank's sword in your bush. Let me tell you, nothing evokes the spirit of Frank Frazetta in your brush, like Carmina Van Dyke. Baranis. Or Valker. Playing at head-splitting levels. But I digress. And so do I. <laughs> that was a tongue twister. Frank Frazetta. In your bush. Frank Frazetta did all those um, pictures of big muscular guys and skimpy women Ooh. that were on the covers of all kinds of fantasy things and Ooh. often I think uh, the style of which was copied for the side of many custom vans oh and motorcycles yes yes I know it well mm -hmm. I know that work <laughs> like the kinds of vans that you might call a shagging wagon mm-hmm you know with the shag carpeting on the roof and the walls and the floor yeah mm, never been in one <laughs> No, I'm sure you haven't. Mm. As I say, everybody has their quirks, but Ellie's were different. For one thing, she was a relentless tease. She would flirt with any male in reach and was likely to strut about braless in a tank top and short skirt, making sure that she had the attention of every young man in the room, which might not have been bad, except that she was about 30 pounds overweight and sufficiently large-breasted that she just tipped over the line from sexy to frightening when she did this. Allie in full swing was the female version <laughs> full swing of, of Vic Ferrari, the hairy-chested medallion-wearing disco king. Interesting to watch, but from a distance, and only in an anthropological sort of way. And only if you're out of boob range. That could get ugly. Imagine being taken out by a swinging boob. It hurts. It would make getting punched in the face with your own fist at boxing class <laughs> pretty appealing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But the thing that was really odd about Allie was the fact that she hated television. I don't mean that she hated watching television. In fact, she enjoyed Saturday morning cartoons and bad movies as much as any guy I knew, which is partly how we ended up being roommates. No, what she hated about television was what it did when there was nothing to watch. Dun, dun, dun. Is the static talking to her? Because the static talks to me sometimes. Aren't there dead people in the static? Or just the solutions to some X-Files that were never solved? I was thinking of X-Files, but you know what? I watched White Noise. Well, uh, I was with, thinking um, of both. Oh, well, the first thing I said was about White Noise, and the second thing I said was about the X-Files where the little kid is staring at the yeah, static and finds his sister. And yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 White Noise with mm. Michael Keaton. That, that 
movie angered me. It angered me also because it had such potential to be good and it was so not good. Uh, it was it, it strolled along at mediocre for so long and then the end of it was profoundly crap. Profoundly crap. I, you just hit the nail I, on the head. You should I be just, a movie critic. I should be. I, I, I was just astonished mediocre, at how bad it was. Profoundly crap. It's, it's like they just decided, oh, Let's, Let's just, just wrap this up. Yeah. We're a, we're at a budget. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, so bad. And you it know, made what? me angry. It's making me angry now. Talking about. I'm it. angry now. Talking. I'm angry now because the image of Michael Keaton is in my head. <laughs> Why does that man's face anger me? He makes me hostile. <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing he's ever been in that I don't want to just fucking slap him. Well, I liked him in the Batman movies. No. No, no, no. He's no, no business was, being Batman. I think it was more Tim Burton uh, than anything else. You know what? Nobody has been a good Batman. You name me one good Batman. Christian Bale was a good Batman. They all fucking sucked ass. Sorry? No, it was too late for Christian Bale. Christian Bale could have been a good Batman before there were bad Batmans. Uh, now it's too late. It's no, too it's fucking not. late. They've you just can't, kind of restarted You can't again. recover it's that role. It's sort of like role. with the James Bond where... No, it's just, Where, here's another yeah. one. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, he's prettier. Big deal. <laughs> George Clooney was fucking Batman, and I couldn't even watch that. Well, that's a and I'd a watch George, I would watch George Clooney fucking eat soup yeah, for that, two hours. That was Joel Schumacher destroying the, the series. George Clooney takes personal responsibility for destroying the Batman <laughs> franchise. Yes, I he's know. He's so embarrassed of that I know. role. It's not his fault, though. It's not his fault. He's a beautiful man, but he's not fucking Batman. No. I don't think Batman's supposed to be beautiful. I would say Val Kilmer was my favorite Batman. Really? Because you know what? I'll say to he annoys me. I hate him. Despise the man. But I think he made a good Batman. You know why? Because I think I just realized right this second, I don't fucking like Batman. Well, there you go. So maybe I don't want somebody good in the role. <laughs> so maybe Michael Keaton was the best Batman of all time. Because I just want to slap him. I'm not oh, <laughs> Why am I so angry? <laughs> Batman makes me mad. I think I may have been watching the TV static a little too long. Three men and a fucking baby that man was in. <laughs> and Mr. Mom. I don't know. He's one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's like the Steve Gutenberg of movies. Yeah. Um, well, no. Steve Gutenberg is the Steve Gutenberg <laughs> of, of movies. movies. You're right. Um, but, uh, Who keeps putting him in shit? Or do they? I don't know. I think he might be dead. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg or Michael Keaton? <laughs> Aren't they the same person? I think Steve Gutenberg, Michael Keaton, and the guy who plays the dumb friend on the Drew Carey show. They're all the same guy. <laughs> they're all the same guy. Dietrich Bader. Yes. They're all the same guy. They're getting, no, Dietrich they're getting Bader. bit parts as criminals or and and bad guys and heroes and things that they Dietrich Bader is more the no Peter, Peter Scolari kind of guy they're, who is on that Bosom Buddies and uh, the New Heart Show. But they're all the same guy. You see what I'm saying? They're pasty, kind of puffy, balding, curly-headed guys <laughs> who have no business being Batman or Mr. Mom's even. 
If I want to see a guy make a grilled cheese sandwich with, with an iron and change diapers who looks like that, I can fucking go next door. I'm not going to pay 12 bucks for that. What's a movie cost these days? I'm angry now. I'm really fucking angry. Michael Keaton really gets me going. I think I might be allergic to him. I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. What? A Michael Keaton poster. I'm pretty sure they don't make them. You're probably right. Maybe I can find an old Mr. Mom movie poster. I want someone to prove to me that they're not all three the same person. Mm-mm. Have you ever seen them all together? No. I'm not explaining this very well. Actually, he's the, the guy suggested that we read it like Wichita Rutherford. I'm not explaining this very well. Let me give you an example. One time I finished watching a video. I don't know. I can't do it. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yes. Five Minutes with a Wichita. He, he read an escape pod movie. Oh, really? Or movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, I saw that movie. I I can't wait till escape pod the movie comes out. <laughs> Will it be better than 28 Days Later? Oh, no. It the, has begun. The giant's here. I think I have to go kill him. I'm not explaining this very well. Let me give you an example. One time, I had finished watching a video... The tape had ended, leaving just the empty blue screen. <gasps> I hate when that happens. I had turned to something else for a minute, and had not bothered to turn... Burrito Boys. Yes. <laughs> not bothered to turn off the VCR, when Allie burst into the room, like a lunatic, shouting, Turn that thing off! The noise is driving me crazy! Looking at the empty screen and the silent speakers, I gave her an inquiring lift of the brow. A talent learned from many hours spent emulating Mr. Spock. She shrieked. Don't you hear that? The wine the TV makes when there's nothing on? You're supposed to shriek it. I, I actually can hear that from two, uh, two stories, so, uh, stories so, away. So can I. I listened and realized that she was talking about the low electric hum that comes from the television when it's idle. A thin wine that is the auditory equivalent of those 3D eye pictures. Not really there until you look for it. You know what else makes me really angry? No, sorry, it said thin line. Remember the thin red line? Yeah, I didn't see it. I wanted to gouge my eyes out. It was like poetry and war. <laughs> the two most horrific things in life. No, I like war. <laughs> it was fucking torture. It was fucking torture. Allie snapped off the set and explained to me that she could hear the noise anywhere in the house and that it gave her terrible headaches. Worse, she felt like it was doing something to her head, like giving her brain cancer or something. I soon found out that it was not just television that did this to her, but any kind of sustained electric hum. Oh. She got the same effect from bank security cameras at times, and even from sliding doors controlled by electric eye. I saw this episode of The X-Files. It's, you know, the one where the, the thing is... Kill your parents. Yeah. <laughs> kill him, kill him. He knows, he knows. And it would be any, like, LCD, just, yeah. um, you know, readout thingy, like alarm clocks and um, and car somethings and microwaves. And, and bank machines. And, yeah. She said if someone stood in the doorway of one of those and prevented the doors from closing, the pitch got so bad she felt like attacking them. Uh-huh. 
After that, I made a point to be conscientious of this hang-up of hers. Hang-up. This hang-up of hers. I thought of being attacked by Allie. Just because I'd forgotten to turn off the TV was disturbing on many levels. Huh? The thought. The thought of being attacked by Allie just because I'd forgotten to turn off the TV was disturbing on many levels. From the basic fight-or-flight response all the way up to... The near Lovecraftian look. Picture a 175-pound D-cup in a halter top and poodle skirt hurtling across the room at you. Okay, first of all, a poodle skirt and a miniskirt are not the same thing by a long fucking shot. By like a decade and a half. Um, uh, It's not fashion, it tear up my shorts. Hurtling across the room at you, and you'll have some idea of what I mean. Anyway, about six months after that day, the owner of the house we were renting sold the property, and we all went to our, and we all went our separate ways. Many of us losing touch for a long time. There were other roommates. I thought it was just the two of them and the poodle. <laughs> Why would you want a skirt with a poodle on it? That was like so hot for a while. I thought poodle skirt was the style. I didn't no, think. a poodle skirt has an actual fucking poodle on it. No joke. I don't know. Why, why do people have alligators on their shirts? Oh, fuck. Don't get me started, Mr. Fashion Disaster. <laughs> I can't talk to you about this. It would be the equivalent of John and Scott lapsing into home decorating. Did you hear that? I wish it was live so I could have called them and said, what the fuck are you doing? The two of them were talking about picking out tile and shit. (laughs) At least they caught themselves after an hour of going on and on and on about it. How ridiculous it was. Are they making a place for themselves? No, it was like they were an HGTV special for a whole episode. Shut up already. I saw it coming. Really? (laughs) I don't know. I think they should stick to whatever they're doing to that turkey. Mm. <laughs> I'm easily distracted at the moment. <laughs> I'm worried about what my character does while I'm not online. <laughs> I think she's whoring around the whole wetlands. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was actually several years before I saw Allie again. I ran into her accidentally at a grocery store one evening, not even recognizing her until she said my name. She had styled her previously curly hair into a straight bob and put on at least another 20 pounds. She was dressed all in black with a beret, no makeup on her jowled face. Sexy. Hot. Hanging off one arm under the turkey wobble was an emaciated waif. One of those proponents of death camp chick, skin-headed, tattooed, nose-ringed, looking about an hour past due for her next dosage. I'd like you to meet my friend Nancy, Allie said to me, and it didn't take psychic insight to divine the dynamics of the situation. Friend, uh-huh. I think that was death, death camp chic, not death camp. Chick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Death Camp Chick. Death Camp Chic. The New Spring Line by... 
Allie's friend. <laughs> now please understand, I don't have anything against lesbians. In fact, they've been on times one of my favorite forms of video entertainment. I say what and who someone does in the privacy of their own home is none of my business. What are you, foghorn leghorn with marbles in your <laughs> That's mouth? That's sort of what Wichita Rutherford sounds like. Okay, you're going to have to introduce me to this dude. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no Wichita Rutherford. I say what who someone does in the privacy of their own home is none of my business. Unless they've got a video recorder going, and then we only need to discuss membership fees. Oh. But I still like to wonder what had happened to change the woman I'd known back when we were rooming into the butchy vision I now saw before me. And when I thought of that time, she told me about what she thought that electric line from the television was doing to her brain, and all those electric eyes and bank security cameras and such like, and I wondered. I wondered. I wondered. Why? Now, I can't say for certain that it was television that turned my friend Allie into a lesbian zombie. That's only a hastily constructed supposition on my part. But I can tell you that ever since then, if I walk into a room where the TV is on to a blank station and I can hear that thin electric hum, I always grab the remote and turn the set off. And I don't stand too long in front of the sliding doors. It may be nothing, but a guy has got to watch his ass. This is not a test. Please do not adjust your set. Angry phone guy. Guess what? What? You're on the air with pressing buttons and the word whore. Uh, no kidding, you freaking lily white little fucking Dickensian top hat wearing fuck. Oh, come on, you already used Dickensian. I'm from the last call. Where have you been? You know, my life has basically been a fucking colostomy bag mm. for the last two, three, four weeks. That's about right. But everything's shit. Uh, it's just a shit-catching bag. All right? Where are you? Because it's real noisy. What? It's real noisy. Where are you? I'm driving around in my shitty van. You're in the shit business. I don't understand why you're surprised that it's shitty. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Be uh, better. I have a specific... I don't know what happened, man. Real specific thing to get you angry about. <laughs> You, you sound like you have the consumption again. Yeah, I do. I got a bit of a cold. There was a specific thing that I knew you'd be really angry about that, that I wanted to hear. What? Um, what's Big Johnny been doing? <laughs> you know very well. I wanted to hear your take Dang on it. fucking World of Warcraft, that's... 
stupid fucking game with goblins and wizards and dwarfs, and he's in a fucking magical mystery land. He wakes up and there's empty cans of Kilkenny and about, I don't know, 47 cigarette butts and another wasted evening. What a stupid fucking game. And you're on it too. I hear your voice. I heard your voice. And then when his alarm goes off in the morning, I always have to do the wake-up call. I got to go over and say, come quickly. A goblin army is advanced. And you're not there to defend the freaking secret inner castle sanctum. And then I always tell him, oh, no. Look, the army's overtaken. Red heart. He's being gang-raped by 600,000 dwarf freaking militiamen or something. Flies in bed. He, just, he won't even move. Alarm keeps going. Have you kept that Star Trek red alert alarm? He just flies there for hours on end. He says you've been merciless, that you've been just tearing a strip off of him for this. Oh, fuck. He just plays that stupid game all night. All day. And then he tells everybody he's working. <laughs> oh, my ass. He's not working on anything. He's working on wasting time. Have you watched him play at all? Yes. You don't do anything in that stupid game. I can understand if your little fucking dwarf creature ran around killing things or jumping on broads or something. No, you know what you do? You spend two hours choosing a wand. And then you spend another hour choosing which fireball you're going to pull out of your ass and what, what color your fucking wizard's cape is going to be. It's the dumbest fucking game I've ever seen. I don't even play these stupid fucking things. What a waste of fucking time. You want to know what Chief Lazy Chair's been doing? Oh, I know. He damned the game. Knitting. <laughs> you're kidding. He makes us bags and clothes. He's been knitting? Tell him to knit me a colostomy bag. I don't even need one, but I'm just going to crap in one just as a fucking statement. It'll just have to be tight-knit, I suppose. Yeah, but that fucking World of Warcraft is a real stupid fucking game. Choose the color of the tree you're going to walk by. What if I, I don't get it. Yeah, I think you missed the part there. He, he knits in the game. He doesn't knit in real life. No, no, we're talking in the game. The Johnny. I said the other day that you, you I said, where's... Word her. She said, he said, oh, Word her. gone up north. So I said, oh, she's gone back, back home, up north. He said, no, she's in the northern sector of Atlantic, <laughs> the same fucking peninsula you assholes are playing on. The make-believe continent. Oh, what a fucking ridiculous... I can't believe you're playing that shit, too. Holy fuck. Forget about running the business or anything like that. <laughs> Getting laid. Maybe having a freaking pint of booze or something. No, let's run around Atlanticus with the, in the fucking fantasy forest. <laughs> fucking unicorn. Fuck you guys. Choose which wand you're going to use. Don't you guys watch South Park? Didn't you see the one with Cartman? Where he, you know, he shits in the freaking pan at the end? Because he, he just wants to stay playing the game? Oh, yeah, I, I actually did see that one. Yeah, that pretty much said it all. Isn't that the reason you went into the diaper business in the first place? So that Big Johnny could play <laughs> games and not leave his chair? It's not a bad idea. <laughs> Back to the colostomy bag thing. That's probably even better. You just carry the sack around with you and just fucking crap your pants in protest every time something goes bad. 
uh, like um, it did for me this week, over and over again. What the hell went wrong? Oh, everything's shit. I gotta get into a new business. Fuck. I would say the shit business is shit by nature. I'm sorry to hear things are going so badly for you. Oh, fuck. I hope it goes better next week, man, or I'm, I'm gonna light everything on fire. Yeah, you've said that before. Yeah, picture me in a fucking prom dress and then, uh, you know, just carry... I'm just fucking light everything on fire and everything fucking burns in horrible flames. They're all gonna laugh at you! <laughs> exactly. All that fucking hatchet spinning through the air, ramming into the heads of all those people who caused me to have a really bad week. <laughs> I think I speak for the whole wide world when I say I'm really fucking glad you don't work at the post office. <laughs> just wear a sparkle dress in there and bring a bunch of hatchets and okay. prom night with Gussie. It'll be instead of carry, it'll be Guess it. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts. Thanks for listening. <clears throat> We're out of here. <sighs> bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Era or shorts, my shorts. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. Podriot.com. World of Warcraft success.